Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is this is a sort of this is a fun um like you know how people love to do like when you are in a new group it's like two truths and a lie like yeah. stuff like that. My fun question, I think, um is what would be what would be your walk up song if you were a baseball player? Time for some action. What R- song? It's time for some action. Action is A K I O N by Redman and Method Man. Uh, wasn't Redman in The Wire? I don't know. I've never seen The Wire. Oh, you gotta see The Wire. I, I do. I do. It's all Baltimore. I gotta see it. It's really good. All right, we're gonna listen to yours, and then we can listen to mine, and that'll sort of get us in the mood, I think. Yeah. Here. Oh, let's feel this. Let's feel it. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, what we're gonna do here today, Redman, is we're gonna bring some of that unnecessary anger out your system. Focus your mind. I'll wait for it. Focus your mind. I don't think Red Band's ever focused his mind in his life. Time for some action. Time, time for some time for some action. Time, time for some time for some action. That's what I'm talking about, Stabby. Right here, right now. Oh my God. Action. We didn't get any of the Sundays. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh. No, not not the best weekend, but I love this stuff. This this is my walk up. This is my walk up. Feeling it. Oh, feeling it. Oh, that's what I'm talking about right there. Oh, little red man, method man, 1990 mother two. Now I was uh I was a younger kid back then. I was a younger younger kid back then. But this was this was the jam that gets you hyped just just hearing it. I got action. Mm. We don't have to re. We don't really have to rehash the conversation uh, where I asked you what everybody was so mad about in the nineties. But I will say that your response to that, which was, it was the nineties. We were mad about everything. We had big pants on. Is something that I say now, apropos of nothing, all of the time. We get like I'll be I'll be just being in the apartment like we had big pants on. We had big pants on. And anybody who's in the 90s can tell you right now, it's the truth. We had big pants on. I mean, That's I, what we I, did. I've seen those big pants. It's just, I don't know what the big pants... Oh, they're coming back, nest- though. They are coming back. Everything Junko. is in a, in a circle. Time is a, it's a tugboat. It's a tugboat. And and they keep bringing back stuff that we shouldn't bring back. But, you know, really big pants don't bring back. But they're here. <laughs> I'll start off by saying I'm bored, I'm broke, and I'm back. We have big pants on here. 
on the Cult of Cult. We're, uh, we're in spite of in spite of what you thought, you probably thought you were going to put on this podcast and say, oh, Gumby and Brian from the Cult of Cult, they're going to be sour pusses today. Well, you know what? Um, it's, it's really a coin flip in any given week whether or not that's the case. But in this week, it's not. We are here. We are very... Um, are you zen? Are you feeling zen right now? It's a new year. I'm feeling zen. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling good about this. It's 2022. This is our year. Maybe not the Washington football team's year. I mean, we're not going to delude ourselves into thinking anything like that. But it could be our year. It could be the year of the cult of cult. I think it's the year of the cult of cult. This is this yeah. is the beginning of that year. It's time for some yeah. action. Yeah, it's time for some action. Um, I feel like in terms of of action, um, we didn't get we okay. So I feel like we we have to talk a little bit about the football and the football team. Although, not a lot, really. I, I, I want to put as much effort as they did, and that's not that much. Yeah. So I mean, it's been a couple weeks since we've done one of these, and um, it feels like, really, since we have not recorded, uh, they have gone on a slide. So I'm not going to necessarily say that it's our fault. It's but the benches' I'm not gonna fault. Not going to not say that. Yeah, the benches, right. God, the benches. We're I've 0 now and been 4, on... 0-4 whenever the bench stuff happened. I've now been on both an Eagles and a Cowboys podcast, and both hosts have asked about what I thought about the benches. Um, you, you know what? I'm going to ask the same question. I didn't hear those. So, so Brian, yeah, what do you feel about the benches? I... <laughs> I'm I'm you're this might surprise you. I kind of love petty shit like that. Like I think it's funny. Like yeah. you know now now it's something where they'd be like, "Oh, well, you know you brought your benches. What what good did that do you?" It's like, "Well, yeah, okay. We 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 ate shit on it." I mean, I'm not going to say it worked because it very obviously didn't. But I am um I'm just like, "Okay, anytime that anytime that this league can have a little bit of a sense of humor or like just like kind of harmless but otherwise like inoffensive gives you something to talk about that's not just like who did what criminal thing or like what owner did what criminal thing you know I choose not to get fired up and upset about the benches and as a matter of fact I choose to think that it's funny and playful and stupid in a in a harmless way that's my very ca- counterculture against the grain take on the stupid fucking benches that's where i'm coming at from this what's your take on it i thought we looked like children who watched the popular kid do something and we said let's do it like them and then we yeah. did it worse we did it yeah. significantly worse and then we lost and then we did it again it was like you, they kept touching the flame. Now, again, I the one part I do agree with you on is that I do love the the, the banter back and forth, the ridiculousness that this whole thing brought up because it was yeah. better than keep talking about the same sadness that was wrapped around this team anyway. But I do the benches did make me laugh a lot. It was like you guys are – again, we did this to ourselves because FedEx, which may be falling apart – um, had bad benches yeah. for the visitors, so we did it to ourselves anyway. So yeah. we started the whole bench gate. I, I welcome the interruption from what f- really, truly for 18 months has been a cycle of 
Like the team underperforms and then there's a distraction off the field which gets everybody upset, but then they're distracted by them being bad on the field, which then in time results in there being another <laughs> off the field thing that distracts everyone from what's going on. I will I, I think RJ Ochoa of Blogging the Boys, who I chatted with about this, summed it up as succinctly as I can. It had um, very strong little brother energy. Yes. I I think that's very good terminology. Yeah, uh, I like have two definitely. little brothers, and I've watched them do what I've done. I have two older brothers, and I've bid the benches before. Yeah. It does not make you feel or look good in the end. But you know what? Time for some action. You've been the br- you've been the bencher uh, and the benchy. I have. I'm the. I, I, there's five. I'm right in the middle. So I I've played yeah. all parts in this. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. As you mentioned, obviously the the benches didn't um, have their intended effect. Um, it's funny now that I'm sitting here. I'm thinking like a lot of stuff happened since we last chatted. Um, not a lot of it terribly good. Um, I mean, there was the massive COVID outbreak. I mean. I'm a, I'm a broken record on not terribly good, but um, you know, massive COVID outbreak. Both quarterbacks get knocked out. Uh, they lose. Everybody comes back. There's a fight on those same benches. They lose. Like it's just. You, you know what? Let me let me jump in on the fight. The, yeah. the Let's talk about the fight because I mean, uh, real quick, now it's real a little it's a it's little a, bit in the rearview really, mirror, but it, I but feel I, like I, we I'll have tell you to, what. They were getting their ass beat when the fight happened. And I, I'm mm-hmm. disappointed that it was happened on the benches and not in the field. But I love the fact that those two guys still had the passion to fight. Yeah. Like they're still trying. It is, you know, it may be going in all different directions, but they right. saw the passion and the desire to have the energy to fight. Now, I, again, don't fight each other. Use it on the field. I, I, I tweeted about that. But man, they still had the energy, and that I give. Absolute respect. And I'll give respect to Riverboat Ron when he was like, yeah, we're not really going to talk about that. I don't know what to talk about. Let's, just get, let's get past that. It was like, all right, cool. Because it happened. It's over. Those two guys got over it. But there was passion still in this team at moments. And I love to see that. Yeah, I mean, the for me, the opposite of that is not like channeling it in the right direction. The opposite of it is, is apathy, which yeah. is not what you want to see, no. right? Like, they... Clearly, you don't want to see two of your best defensive players in an altercation at any point. Um, but at the same time, like the fact that they were frustrated enough that they f- they sort of were like I don't want to say lashing out, but like that that they they felt enough to feel as though they they needed to be something to be said. Yeah, the, it's just like the alternative, the flip side of that is just like sitting there with your head in your hands and sort of just like having a thousand yard stare, which to be fair is a lot of what I do when I'm watching these games. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know, what they didn't just, do, they didn't tear off their jerseys, throw them into the f- stands and run off the field maybe through the third quarter. So they didn't do that. Yeah. I know we're going in a lot of different directions here, but I'm curious what your take is on, I mean, not good, right? Like and the Antonio Brown situation. Do you okay, here's the more pointed question. Does Antonio Brown play another NFL down? Yes. You think so? I think so. And, and uh, again, we're going in different directions because you know what? 
why not? What is there why to not? say? Yeah. Really? The, the, yeah. Here's my thing about Antonio Brown. He has a mental illness. He is kind of a crazy person. Yeah. In this situation, he said, I'm too injured to play. I am too injured to play. I know my body. I, I cannot do this. They said, get your ass on the field. If you don't get your ass in the field, get the F out. And he's one of those people that went, all right, I'm leaving. Now, he did it in the worst possible way, but he told them, no, I can't play. And and I know everyone's up in arms about this, but he he did what he should have done for his body. And the NFL does not care about players. No. They are pawns. They are pieces. That's all that matters. And people are like, well, he left a million dollars on the table. Well, he, if he went out there and played, he may have blown any chance of playing again. So the reality is, do I think he plays again? Yes, he's too talented. Is he a crazy person? Absolutely. What do you think? I mean, I, if if you've listened to us in the past, you know, like I'm pro player. Like I would like for them, I'm, I'm pro player over pro owner. Um, that said, I think in this case, I am very loath to give Antonio Brown the benefit of the doubt on just about anything. You know, whether or not that, that was the case, like it's what he said, I'm sure, I guess I'll believe him. But it's just like where I sit on this is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they made their bed by bringing him in in the first place. And so, therefore, it is not surprising to me that they have to sleep in that bed. Yeah. I mean, they made Bruce Arians go out and like Bruce Arians is considered to be one of the really good guys in football and coaching I mean there are some like true lunatic coaches and there's like good lunatic coaches like (coughs) Urban Meyer (coughs) (laughs) I was gonna say the good (laughs) lunatic coaches um Dan Campbell I think everybody's like pro Dan Campbell these days like the kneecap biter himself but like and then there's you know the other side like the Urban Meyers of course I mean you can't really count him because he's no longer an an NFL coach didn't even even make a whole season that's just mm. Like I don't want, I don't want like Joe Judge as my head coach, and no. I, the the fact that the New York Football Giants are going to have to have another year of Joe Judge as their coach, like I'm not going to have any sympathy for a New York Giants fan because they've won two Super Bowls in my lifetime that I have not had my team win any Super Bowls in my lifetime, and like their fans are a little bit insufferable and you know whatever here or there, but like I, he just like Joe Judge really kind of sucks to me. Bruce Arians though. Considered to be a good guy, like has made diversity and inclusion a huge priority in his hiring. Hires like coaches who um, who really like should. He has a huge staff. He's trying to like build up the ranks. Um, but like he, and I think in much the same way that Ron Rivera is touted as like a culture guy. I yeah. think Arians is also sort of in that same ilk. And he got he, he basically got hung out to dry like a year ago. He was like, there's no way like we're not bringing Antonio Brown in. And then like they did. And he kind of like they made him like show his ass a little bit. He's like, well, I said that then, but things are different. And it just like they kind of threw him under the bus in this whole thing. But just the whole I mean, it's it's just a, truly a mess. Um, uh, Arians handled it the best way he could. Uh, Antonio Brown is no longer a Buccaneer. Next yeah. question. 
Uh, you could tell he was seething, man. Oh, God, I mean, th- that doesn't happen in football. Things yeah. like that don't happen in professional sports. And it happened under his watch, which he was not aware of, because you know, he's, he's paid attention to the game. Right, and he and, didn't even want the guy there in the first place. No, and then he does this whole dance and then gone. So it's, yeah, what else are you going to say to it? The guy's on our team anymore. That's the do answer I, to your question. And I, well, then I guess the question for me is, do I think that he plays another NFL down? Yeah. I mean, I want to say no. I want to say no, because he it's, it's not like this is the first time that something like this has happened with him. I do. Here's the, the more pointed question. I think also is like, do I think he ends up in a boxing match with Jake Paul? Like, yeah, I think that that's probably going to happen. Like, I think that there's going to be a, a, a fight with like a TikTok guy. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, that's definitely his feature, but I think he still gets a couple more downs. The NFL only cares about talent. They will. Would they you will, want him for at Washington? Yeah, absolutely. You would. Absolutely. Oh, I don't want that. Well, the reason I want him is because we need more receivers. Uh, Samuels hasn't done ass any time. Antonio Brown's a crazy person, but you know what? You know what you're getting with him. So if you know what you're getting with him, bring him in. Let's see what we can get out of him for cheap and see if we have get a player. We keep talking about that, culture. Our culture is crap. So let's yeah, get a but player that's a big, play. But if it's a priority, then you make it a priority. And you don't make it lip service. You can if cut him is- any time. You you bring him on like a minimum contract or bare minimum contract because he's going to be he's going to be washed up at this point via like this whole thing that just happened. You throw him in there. If he starts effing up, Riverboat Ron cuts him. We spend a little money to do it, but we could have a good player for six to eight weeks. Yeah, but I think you undermine you undermine your own integrity in the same way that Bruce Arians had his integrity. We have integrity. I think I think I think people want to think, and I think. I think people want to think that Ron Rivera has integrity because that's sort of been the whole selling point. It's like, well, they're not going to be very good, but they're going to have a good culture. Culture, 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 culture. And whether or not it's good or not is an entirely different question. But whether or not they want it to be good is not a question. They want it to be good. And so you have to, like, take steps in the direction. They cut Darius Geis the second that they were able to. That's a culture move. Agreed. He was a problem. Off well, he, the field. He, he also got into some trouble that, you know, but the so my thing about that is is that one of the things that changes culture is winning. If Antonio Brown can help you win, and you know he's a crazy person, but he's a crazy person, the worst thing he's going to do is run off the field and throw his jersey, in the, whatever, deal with it. You pay the guy, you can cut him whenever. If he does more crazy stuff, you cut him then. But winning will change the culture. We don't win, so our culture won't change. It is funny because even as we're having this conversation right now, the. The thing that they have planted their flag on, as I have just mentioned, is <laughs> building a better culture. But like, because that is such an amorphous and like undefined thing, what does culture mean? What does building a better culture mean? Does it mean you have like good guys? Does it mean you have a team that's out in the community and is is you know handing out groceries and buying presents for kids? Or does it mean that you're a team that wins at any cost? Because like, it could mean either. But they haven't really defined that in a way that has been, like, actionable. Um, and, so, you know, neither like, one of those are, two actions has happened. So no, you don't have, Yeah, so you have neither one of the two actions happening, so why don't we just try to win? I mean, well, then you could also say, well, if they're not going to win, they might as well be good guys. Agreed, but, you know, like, <laughs> but I don't want good guys. I want, I want Super Bowl championships. I want to win. This good guy idea has never worked in the NFL anyway. 
You never talk about the Raiders because they were a bunch of good guys. You never talk about Ray Lewis because he was a good guy. You don't talk about these people because they were good guys. You talk about these people because they were winners. I'm trying to think, has there been, like, a good guy? Steve Largent. Largent. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is not to say, like, there are no good football players. because like, Ronnie Lott. obviously are. Is there good... a lot of good... Yeah, I heard Ryan Love was a good guy. guy. I mean, yeah, he was a psycho who got his finger cut off, but he was a good guy. Daryl Green, great guy. Yeah, Daryl Green's a good a, a good guy. Art Monk, was, yeah. great guy. He's kind of shy, didn't really like the spotlight, so people called him an asshole because he wouldn't sign autographs because the guy just didn't like spotlight. That He just was a good football player. So there's, there's good people out there, but in the NFL, you have to be a little psychotic yeah. to win. It's it's funny, and I, I brought up Joe Judge before. Um that like part of me he was I don't I didn't know if you saw like he was kind of like popping off in his post game interview because they lost to the absolutely lowly wobegun Chicago Bears which is just like pretty much as bad as it gets like I know we are not in a place to point fingers <laughs> I know that I yeah. know we're not in a place to point fingers but like he went off he spat it off on this like 10 minute long rant that I watched like three minutes of and I was just like okay I get the point but, like, mercifully for me, I don't interact with people like that in my day-to-day. So it is kind of, I'm just like, it's like kind of like going to the zoo a little bit where you're just like, oh, wow, look at this. Like, this is a weird thing. Look at that. Look at, like, so I'm very glad that these people have an outlet. And I'm glad that it doesn't have an impact <laughs> on me directly. Yeah, so. I, deal, I deal with egos all day long. I deal with people that are kind of crazy a lot. So for me, it's kind of a normal thing. You have to decide, Do you? there, there are great people out there. There really are. But you're also going to have some psychos. And in order to have a great team, you kind of have to have a little bit of both because you want those psychos there when it's time. The uh, the uh My best response to that is, and this is just with sports, not specifically with the Washington football team, last year when the Rangers and the Capitals were fighting each other back and forth for those like two games, it got crazy. That last game where it was just completely ape shit, all yeah. hell broke loose, Chara didn't do anything. Here's a, here's a guy who's known for being psychotic, known for just beating the crap out of people. He waited until the, the last, I think it was the end of the first quarter, skates over to the Rangers bench and goes, the next person that tries to fight, I'm taking you out. They get, they kicked him out of the game for a second, put him in the penalty box. No one touched each other after that because he's a psycho. A oh, yeah. Absolute psychotic man. He didn't even have to hit anybody. He just skated over and said, I will murder you. And it worked. You need the psychotic person sometimes, the enforcer, the person that has a little loose cannon because you don't know what's going to happen to go along with the nice guy. We're, we should just turn the cult of cult into a capitalist podcast. I think that that might be the <laughs> the right call. Oh God. Um, okay, so I guess this is sort of the roundabout way of saying like the season's over, right? Yes, it's over. I mean, they've got one more football game to play, but um, it means nothing. Over. Yeah, no, it means nothing. I mean. There, there's, there are very few conversations. There are very few that, like less interesting things to me than to talk about like draft position in a yet determined season. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't. It's find too early. Yeah. Does anybody find that interesting? I really don't. 
think it, it, it keeps like a glimmer of hope when you're in the top five. You're like, oh, I'm in the top five. That's all it is. Because again, we have screwed up so many first round draft picks. Sure. You know, it's like having a Ferrari, but all of a sudden you just walk up and you put in regular fuel and just watch right. it sputter out. Um. So knowing you know the playoffs now, no, no longer a possibility. Um, Washington having. Played, they played themselves out of playoff contention. Um, I guess, you know, it's not quite time for retrospectives where there's a long off season. We'll have lots of opportunities to do that. I guess just like, how are you feeling? Like, what's what's the what's the temperature of the room right now for you? If you go back and listen to how we started this this podcast mm-hmm. this season, mm-hmm. this team is exactly who we thought they were. We, I think we said, like five wins range. I don't know. Six, I think I, I think I maybe three. said they were going to win the division. <laughs> I don't think you did. Uh, that there's certain things that we we screwed up on. You know, Chase Daniels being the defensive player of the year and all that stuff. The defense we were much higher on. But the reality is, is that this this team went against these amazing, the, the all the division leaders. And they went through, and again, they pulled one out for Tampa. What a great day that was. That was a great day yeah. in, 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 our, in our whole season. But other than that, we we were exactly who we thought we were going to be. We were this middle-of-the-road team who didn't seem like they progressed from last year. We keep having these thoughts that we're getting better and better and better. Next year, if we don't get better, we got to blow the thing up. Next year's the year. We were told three to five years. We didn't see any progression between last year and this year. This is it. I think Ron's got one more year left in it because I'm, my temperature is they are who we thought they were. They're exact. They, we walked in with Heineke. We had we had Fitzpatrick as a as a glue that fell apart almost immediately. We had a team that we said if they get to 500, we're lucky. Yeah, I I am struggling right now. And again, one more game left to play. I'm struggling to think of a single element of this team the team and the franchise but like those two things sort of being separate a little bit in my mind separate but connected yeah um i struggled to think of a a single area where they are better now than they were a year ago and that's not to say that there aren't um some players individual players that i was impressed by this year um my I think my most improved player of the season, and we can do a whole awards show or something. Oh, we should. That sounds great. We definitely should, but I will, yeah. I'll tease it. My my most improved player is Cole Hol- Holcomb. Um, I really liked what I saw out of him sort of like taking steps forwards, and that's not to say like he's an all-pro player, but that is to say like he started here and now he's up here. Yeah, he started from the bottom, now he's here. Yeah, and he, he got better, but like – just about nothing else feels better now than it did. And, of course, you know, a year ago, we're talking about being a week out, or I guess at this point a year ago, like, we're talking about they're going to the playoffs. So, of course, we feel worse than we would have a year ago. But but, but last year, we, we went back, ass backwards in the playoffs. We, we sure. lost our way into the playoffs last year. This year, we lost our way out of the playoffs. It, it's right. the exact same scenario. So I don't feel bad. And as far as, you know, how this team has progressed, 
Last year, what was the big differences? We were like, oh, we need a quarterback, we need middle linebackers, and then of course we need help in the secondary. Right. Same uh, thing. And now we now you can add offensive line to mm-hmm. that list of things that need a serious improvement. Um, but I mean, we'll we'll get to that. I don't want to I don't want to go down this this alley too far. We sure. are definitely in a we. I agree with you. We, I don't feel the temperature is. I feel completely like this is exactly who we thought they were. This team isn't any better than they were last year, and they need to show improvement next year or we blow the thing up. Yeah. Okay. Um, along those lines, I mean, this team, as always, it makes us drink. So here on the oh, court, yeah. we're, we're going to be drinking something. Um, <laughs> I suppose I should ask you, it would be rude if I didn't, what are you sipping on this week? You know, I, I actually – Pulled out and I got a couple of the Christmas, my favorite Christmas beers, the Trogues Mad Elf, the Mad oh, Elf. Yeah, uh, I, I just love it. It's a people who don't know Christmas time, grab these. They are absolutely delicious. They remind me of Christmas. My last one I'm doing on this podcast. They have a holiday ale brewed with cherries and honey. I love mm. Trogues. It's one of my favorite breweries. So good, but I do some. There's a lot of holiday Christmas type beers that almost taste like. Yeah, they taste like Christmas trees or like sap. This one doesn't do any of that. It makes you feel really happy. And also, I believe it's close to 11%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, one or two of these and you are in the Christmas spirit. High test. Uh, High test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing a couple of bourbons and all of a sudden I'm sleeping on top of the tree. So, mm-hmm. uh, so Brian, what you sipping on? It's funny because we both went Pennsylvania after um, after losing that Eagles game. I am having a Levante Brewing Company. It's called Ooh. Tickle Tickle Parts. Uh, can you see that? Let's see. I don't know. Oh, no, you're blurred out, so I can't. Yeah, uh, Tickle Parts Ooh. is um, man. It just here. I'll hold it there. Um, okay. I I am a big fan of Levante Brewing. Um, shout out to Bill Curtis for introducing me to this brewery. It is just a delight. They are based out of Westchester. 7.1%. That's a, that's a little hoppy boy. Um, Mosaic Citra El Dorado. Really just a great beer to drink if you are cheering for a real Wobegun football team, um, such as we are. So uh, two Pennsylvania breweries following a loss to a uh, Pennsylvania team. Uh not, not a not a bad way to go. I think. Remember, um, remember Todd Coffee? Oh yeah. Watching the Nationals, just like a bit of a heavier dude, right? Just booking it, straight oh, yeah. line, arms oh, yeah. pumping out of the bullpen. I think he had like a five ERA, but like, oh, I just sweaty when he got to the bull, the, the mound, just because he, yeah. he ran, he shouldn't have run. Like, oh, just, I loved uh, it. Good, good, uh, good fat guy energy. Oh. All right. Um, I guess, you know, we are contractually obligated um, at this time to discuss the news of the day. Um, I think we've we've addressed it in the past. It's in the news. It's part of the conversation right now. So we get a free pass um, to do a little bit of name conversation. They have this week given us a date. Our long-standing national nightmare is set to come to an end. We can finally just, like, have it happen. 
and then move on. And we we don't have to, you know, we I mean, God, I just it's like watching a slow car wreck. It really is an 18 or 19 month long car wreck. Nobody wants it to happen. Nobody's excited about it. But God damn it. We won't stop talking about it. Yeah. I, I I don't know about you. I am feeling, and maybe I, um, because I am feeling it, I am sensing that other people are feeling it too. I think the overwhelming consensus on this is dread. Yes. That whatever it is that they choose is going to suck. There was enough people out there, and in case anyone hasn't figured out yet what we're talking about, let's name some stuff. Let's, how about... Let's name a team. Let's name a team. Yeah, we like to we like to remember guys, but we have to name a team here. Let's make a um, making a brand. What a big pile of oh. But <sighs> let, let me digress. So yeah. this week it came out, and uh, Jason Wright spoke and said, "Hey guys, I know a lot of people wanted wolves or red wolves. Uh, copyright we can't do, so it's those are out. So this massive contingent of fans had gotten together and said, "Okay, this is still something we like." Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's all get on board with these, these wolves. And we and even I was I agreed. I was like, of all the names we have, this is the best one. You were pro. I know we went through the list of names, and I now don't remember. You were yeah. pro pro Red Wolf for the names that were listed. I yeah. was pro Red Wolves or just wolves. I was actually more of a wolves fan. Okay. But more importantly, is that those got taken from us this week? Just yeah, plot. yeah. Under um what I understand to be some very flimsy pretenses of, and maybe we should have my dad on as like a, a trademark attorney. He could actually yes. talk us through the, um, the ins and outs of, of like whether or not the excuse that like, well, we couldn't get the trademark um, is legit. And my understanding is no, but again, I'm not a trademark attorney. I'm only related to one. So I can't necessarily, I can't really speak to it. It just feel it feels like a cop out to me. Um, it feels like it was. It feels the fact that they had to put a statement out specifically about this is an acknowledgement that they knew that that's what people by seemingly there was some amount of consensus that that's what people wanted. Yes, but the fact that they like didn't do it, I think, is a little bit of a thumb in the eye of the fan base and like maybe there wasn't a majority of folks who wanted it but there was at least like a plurality so can i conspiracy theory this for a second of course so my conspiracy theory is because we know this team we know the people running the team are completely chickens with their head cut off but sometimes they think ahead i think they already had the name plant i think they already had the websites bought i think they already had things set up and I think they were trying to turn this into the show, making the brand. They're trying to turn it into a way to get the the, the fans involved. There's never going to get involvement anyway. I don't think they were ever going to turn to these the wolves or red wolves, things like that. I don't think it was ever an option. I think they already had it all kind of set up. When do you think they knew? Pull. I think they, they had it pretty set up within a month of them saying, month give or take, of them saying they were no longer be called the Washington Redskins. I think they had at least two or three names ready to go. And they never wanted to pay for copyright. They never want to deal with all this other crap because these guys don't pay for anything. They won't repair the damn stadium, let alone pay millions of dollars to get a name that could 
that could ma actually make them billions. Um, but I think they had an idea. They already had sites. They already had things set up. And then they started the process thinking that we wouldn't care as much as we did or pick names that they didn't push. And with all the Twitter bots out there trying to push things that don't really exist, we went another direction, and I don't think they ever had it. I think I think it was after that because, first of all, it is completely foolish that they didn't, like, have one in the holster at all times. Like, they didn't have a in-case-of-emergency, like, smash glass name but, change. Like, cause but it was they very... did. But they did. They had there was somebody who – so if you go through all the trademark stuff, and your dad would be able to do this, within um, three days – of the Washington Redskins, the announcement of the Washington Redskins, there was a private company that held the Admirals. Within three days, all the other ones had like names on them, actual human beings' names on them. The Admirals did it. They have a private company that's not out yet. The fact, though, is that like the, the, we are in still this interim state. Like for them, the Smash Glass was we're the Washington Football Team. Yeah, and if they really were ready or if they really were prepared, there would have been a, we wouldn't have gone through this interim state in my mind. No, they want, they wanted to use us. They wanted to use us for marketing. They want to use us for the making of the brand. Yeah. They want us to purchase all this Washington football team stuff and now get rid of it. Yeah. They get all this new stuff and then they get another whole thing of new stuff. Yeah. They can rebrand everything, and that's also why they're keeping all the same colors. It's not history. It's cheaper. They don't have to rebuild the stadium. I think they had um, I think they had it last spring. That makes sense. I think I mean, it was I, last spring. I think it was before that, but, I mean, even then, they, 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 they let us go through this entire season yeah. buying their merchandise. Yeah, they really they strung this thing out. Um I think the hope was, like, if we string this thing out, then people will get invested and, like, will care about it. But I th – which in some ca in some ways is, was true. Yeah. But ultimately, like, because they strung the thing out and then went with an option or going to go with an option that at least, again, a plurality. So, like, a large enough portion that would have been bigger than any other portion, though not half, right? So maybe it's, like – 35% of people wanted Red Wolves. Um, the fact that they went in that direction to me says like that the there's something really kind of sick about getting people all riled up and like hoping for something and then to kind of pull the rug out. And not to say that this is a democracy because it clearly isn't. If it was a democracy, Dan Snyder wouldn't be the owner of the team. No, absolutely not. We we would all have a vote. We'd say get rid of this jackass. Right. Well, okay. Um, based on where we sit, uh, what what do you think they're gonna do? And I know there have been like leaks. I don't know if you saw Boomer Esiason on his show said that he knows that it will be admirals. Um, part of me is like either I I. I I, I am also as conspiratorially minded on this as you are. I think that there's as good, if not better, a chance that like he either was talking out his ass or they snuck it to him to see if people would freak out. And I'm hoping that that's the case because I'm not a fan of this one. But what do you think? I mean, what do you think they're going to do? The, there's two do you ways. Have a guess? Yeah, I have. I, so my, 
one, they're going to go Commanders, two, the Admirals. Yeah. We're getting one of these two horrible names. Uh, it sounds like, and it looks like, through the way they unveiled the jerseys, that it seems to be swaying towards Admirals because of the, the, the different uh, stars they had, and it seems more towards the Admirals. That's, people are overlooking it or, or, or more indulging into it. But the reality is it's going to be one of those two names. It, they, it could be Red Tails, but doubtful. Yeah. Because that would still involve red. There's a lot of other issues involved with that. Right. But I think it's going to be commanders or admirals, and I think it's going to be admirals, and I despise that name. It, it has nothing to do – from the very beginning, they said it's going to have to do with the history of D.C. Right. Admirals and commanders don't really. No. It's going to have history to go with military. Well, both has to do with military. Great. But it's nothing to do with D.C. And you're looking at this going, this isn't who we are. There's so many places you could have gone that could have encompassed the city of D.C., right. the, the DMV, and you didn't even give that really a shot. And you guys came and effed us real hard. Yeah, This is just as big of a ruse as when 25 years ago the Wizards and Bullets decided to change names. It was all already done. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, I think I'm with you. I think they... I mean, I really hope that that's not the case. I hope that they're all. <laughs> I hope that they're all a bunch of masterminds and they're just playing us right now. I really like that. Is that's the hope? I don't. I'm not. They retired Sean Taylor's jersey in front of a damn porta potty. Yeah, these are not smart people. Um, yeah, I, I'm. To- I'm totally with you. I just, just like a generic, such a generic like, create a team madness, having ass like. It, it's like Madden 4, where they gave you like three names you could create your own team. You're like, I will be the Admirals, and that's it. That's all it was. You're just like, okay, fine. It's A, because I don't want to scroll down any further. That's all right. it is. It's just like very, it's it's like antiseptic. It's just like so sterile. It's like, well, like, well, people can't get mad because it's the military, and like, we can't, like, pe- people wouldn't dare say something bad. Like, of course, we're honoring. We're honoring the the military here, and so like, it's it sort of it just feels like very neutral and a little bit, little bit, in my mind, a little bit manipulative, but oh, hundred percent. I just, yeah, it's it's just a disappointment, and I will say like I have been on the record since the beginning of this is like I kind of, I kind of don't care, I kind of don't care, and I kind of haven't cared in a long time, and I know that that that, that that's like a a really kind of cynical take, um, but. It's at the point where it's like, if you're gonna do it, it would just be nice to have it not, not just fall flat on its face. Like if you get the opportunity, um, just like kind of, kind of do something that's that's either like good or fun or gets folks fired up. And it's just like this whole thing has really been so. It's just been like a real um, kind of a drag. <laughs> like oh yeah. It, oh just, my god! It's completely a drag. Where they have, they cannot find more ways as fans to drag us through the mud. Yeah. Just drag us right through there. Let's go through this. Let's go through this. Let's go through this. Let's go. What they do to us as fans has been horrifying. Yes. But we're still fans. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna if we haven't left now. It's like we're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like if we haven't left now, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Uh, I, I guess so. 
recognize that we sort of have a, a, some amount of agreement and consensus here um, that like it's probably going to be one of those two. Um, I guess like we could dare to dream, and you you sent a good text to me this week, um, and I thought that there would be a good conversation to have. If we had our druthers, if we were Jason Wright, and um, if we had, you know, slipped something into, you know, into Dan Snyder's soup, and he uh, just so happened to just choke on a chicken bone or whatever the case is, I don't know, and he's gone, and he's out of the picture, and we we now have free reign to to sort of make the the decisions. What um what would what would you do? And what what would you do? I think your precondition was what's the name that you would pick that has not been brought up right now? Is that is that right? Are there any other preconditions? Yeah. What a name? Yeah. That you think of a, as yeah. a fan because everyone keeps talking about names. Yeah. I, let's put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. I, uh, come up with a scheme and a name that makes sense to you yeah. that you'd be like, this is better than commanders or admirals. Yeah. Something that 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 goes forward yep it could be fun it could be anything just just not commanders or Admirals or the 37 names that we all shat on anyway yep so brian if you were the owner of the washington football team washington football club and you had an opportunity to rename this team yep what would you choose yeah, and I I, I had a couple of thoughts on this, and this was actually a little fun little exercise. I was, I was pretty excited with this with yeah. this prospect because it's a good assignment, right? When you, when you sent the text, I didn't really have an answer, so it really made me have to think about what it was that I would like to see. And there are a few sort of things that were bopping around in my head. It's because I also think that it needs to be something that has some tie to the area that is unique, that's distinctive that has character, that has some history. Uh, and, you know, I was sort of trying to come up with some names. And I, I will say I am not in any way opposed to fun names. I'm not. And I know that, like, some of it can feel like a little minor league baseball. I'd rather it feel more minor league baseball than, like, Alliance of American Football. Like, yes. I, I don't yeah. need, like, generals and commanders and admirals and lions and tigers and bears I would rather have some fun ass minor league team. Like I want a like a Montgomery Biscuits. You ever seen the Montgomery Biscuits logo? No. The Is Montgomery- it awesome? Yeah, it's a little biscuit with a with a tongue that's like a pad of butter. It's like it's adorable. It's really <laughs> great. Montgomery Alabama Biscuits. Like we got the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Right, that's fun. There's a lot of really fun minor league baseball. I mean, even if you just go back to Frederick, Frederick named their team after. Francis Scott Key. Great. So they are the keys. That's awesome. It's like it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It's ridiculous, and I love it. So, like, if it were something like the the Washington Cherry Blossoms, say, and that's not oh, necessarily my choice, but like that was also that used to be a roller hockey team in Washington D.C. It's got character. It's got a local tie. It's unique. If it were the Washington Panda Bears. I would be in Ooh. on Washington Panda Bears. It's a little bit kooky. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a league that takes itself far too seriously. I would be okay with something silly. 
I don't really mind if it's silly. I know it won't be, and I know that there's a very sizable portion of the fan base who takes themselves extremely seriously and wouldn't abide by anything of this nature. And I think a lot of this process has tailored itself towards those people and less towards me, whatever. Um, but I was... I, so all of that is to say, the name for me that I thought would be most... Fun, and again, there's a personal element here, but um, you have to bear with me, is, drum roll, please, uh, the Washington Diplomats. Oh! So, the Washington Diplomats. Are you familiar with the Washington Diplomats? No. The Washington it, Diplomats. Bring, bring the history to me. The Washington Diplomats were a soccer team, an NASL soccer team that played in Washington from 1974 to 1980 at... RFK Stadium. Nice. So there is a tie there. Uh, they were, uh, yeah, they were in this league. They played at RFK. They kind of went defunct. Um, they were fairly well regarded in that, you know, they had a number of players who went on and played internationally. Uh, some, they had uh, European players. They had um, some guys from the UK, like a couple of Dutch players who had played for a long time. And so, like, their logo, first of all, was fantastic. It was a soccer ball with a top hat and a cane, which, yes! again, all about that. And um, they – so the other the other piece of this is I think a lot of the names that we are seemingly narrowing in on are very sort of um, combative and pugilistic and sort of uh, insight – Violence and obviously there's yeah. some some space for that in the game. Um, it is I football. I think football really likes to get its rocks off on like the whole like tougher than thou art thing. But in my mind, I like the idea that um, the diplomats are kind of running counter to that. They're there to try to build and seek consensus and unite and come up with good ideas and are there to represent their city and their state and their country and their region. And so for all of these reasons, or all these reasons, um, I believe in a, that in addition to, I, I believe that the Washington Diplomats would be a fantastic name because of all these reasons. And selfishly, uh, as a Franklin and Marshall diplomat, I am very partial <laughs> to, uh, to the name... The, the diplomats, the dips, um, the old white and blue. Um, colors wise, their scheme was white and was was red and white. If they want to stay burgundy and gold, I'm totally fine with that. I I would probably be pro that. I whatever, it's fine. If they want to do it, doesn't bother me. But all that is to say, my choice after having put in the work and considered this thoroughly, I am in coming out in support of the Washington diplomats. See, I like I understood, that. I understood the assignment. I understood the assignment. You played the assignment very well. That's now, right. give me, give I, me tell me what you did. I, I also jumped in, so I had a little fun. Okay, great. Uh, I, and and that's, that's kind of important. I did the minor league thing, but I, I, I jumped back here and there. Yeah. So I went after the District of Columbia specifically, not not a different area. So the first thing I thought was, and again, these are I'm going to tear it just like you did. Okay. My first idea was, what is D.C. built on top of? Well, swamp. Mm-hmm. So let's go minor league baseball park swamp thing. The Washington swamp things. Now that is so absolutely ridiculous. 
people would hate it. But man, we'd have some fun times. We'd have the swamp. We'd have these great logos of the swamp thing coming out. Like it'd be kind of awesome. Like in the end, it would be better than the commanders or admirals. But swamp thing, like just, just like I don't know if there's anything else out there called that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like a B movie, and we could get dressed up and just get crazy, almost like the the the, the dog pound or what the Raiders do with Raiders Nation, like. Get a, a whole swamp thing going. So I said, okay, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous, and I love it. So I'm, I, I, we we can't do it. That won't very, be accepted. Very silly. Very yeah. silly. Unacceptable to yeah. the general public. But we're the general public. Uh, they don't get a vote here on the cult of cult. They don't. They don't. No. And, and my next one was, and this one was also silly. Yes. I went super silly. Yeah. And I said, why the hell can't we do this? Why can't we be the Sentinels? Why can't we go the old school way, the replacements movie, turn everything red, white, and blue, be red, white, and blue at all of our teams, screw it, have Nike make some amazing helmets, and all of a sudden we are the Sentinels. Go full throttle. And we can even have, you know, old school jerseys with Keanu Reeves' name for the movie in the background. Like, uh, it was just go crazy awesome. I mean, and it ties in because that whole thing, the the replacements, was based on the replacement Washington Redskins team that won the Super Bowl. Absolutely. So it works. It works there. It, for it, sure it, it does. works. But again, I would want to change the colors, kind of like you said. Change the colors red, white, and blue. Okay, Go fine. everything red, white, and blue. You get these massive American flags. Put American flag on the side of the helmet. Do what the Patriots should have done years ago, except for that horrible Patriot yeah. I hate the, the flying yeah. the flying Elvis. It's not good. Yeah, it doesn't look good. And and yeah. then the one with the, him hiking the ball. I look like crap. Pat Patriot. But like I'm, I'm I'm more pro Pat Patriot than I am flying Elvis. But I'm, I can't I'm argue that. Yeah. yeah but but really let Nike go crazy and just get like a crazy helmet on one side and something cool on the other. Like maybe American flag on one side and then and a version of the DC flag on the other. Something cool that's just you know that no NFL t- other team NFL has done. Sure. Okay. That that's my sentinel thought. Yeah. Now here comes my. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'm bringing some craziness back. So yeah. Drum roll. The Washington, D.C. Rough Riders. Everybody loves a Rough Rider. Ah. Oh, bringing some Teddy rider. Roosevelt back. Sure. Bringing a little DMX back. Yes. Bringing all the old school. We get all the Rough Riders. We already had the burgundy, which is kind of the darker color, the gold, like the gold rush, and just bring the whole Rough Riders down, and we can be the Rough Riders. That just sounds good. That sounds like something fun for us to do, something fun for us to play with. We have such cool jerseys and cool shirts with all the guys on them, like the old school hogs, like Rough Riders. Yeah. They come out of the tunnel to DMX. I mean, we've been to a few – uh, we've been to at least one Ravens game together, and this is back in the, the Ray Lewis era, and I got the fire and the hot and her, the Nelly, the whole thing. It gets people jazzed. And Punch. I will tell you, I will tell you, um, my number one, and I know this is the thing that everybody loves talking about these days, uh, your Spotify wrapped, my number one artist was DMX because that's who I listen to when I'm on the rowing machine. So I'm all Damn in right. favor of uh, of a DMX-adjacent um plan here. I'm I'm pro Rough Rider. I think that that would be a rough riders. Sure. 
DC Rough Riders. Yeah. Say DC Rough Riders. We have to go Washington. We go DC Rough Riders. DC Rough Riders. DC on the. Oh. See that that makes me happy. But but all of these ridiculous ideas that we just came up with in 24 hours show passion. Yep. Show love. Yep. Show thought. So creativity. Rather than going down a list of what people in the Navy are and different, I what they did. Yeah. It's travesty. Yeah. Well, we still, we have another month, under a month. Wow, it's under a month. No, it's 2.22. So we have about a month and a half to to get un, un, needlessly uh, fired up over this. And then they'll put the name out and we'll we'll kick and scream and we'll get upset. And then we'll probably just get over it. If we're being completely honest, we'll probably just... We'll, we'll just we'll hold our noses and we'll just get on with our lives. But I'll uh, get a new mini helmet. Like it'll just be what it is. Yeah. Well, I I uh, I like our energy. I like what we've come. I like our creativity. I think that we are here. Um, if if anyone in the marketing department, if they're still, if they are anything like me when I was in college, they are still trying to figure out what the name is going to be right now. They have not made a decision. So if uh, if they want to hit us up, um, we'll volunteer out our names. I think we uh, will put a call out to the fans, uh, the listeners of the Cult of Cult, and come in and have you put this on the Twitter. Uh, we need to. We're going to take a call for submissions at this point in the game. Give us your name of the team. With no precondition, with no nothing tying you to reality, give us your your pie in the sky. What name you'd like, and um, maybe we'll, you'll get a little retweet out of that. How does that sound to you? That sounds. Throw throw us out there. Let us know. I'll, I'll throw it on Twitter uh, tomorrow, and I'll, oh, what I'll throw it on Twitter right after we release yeah, after this. Everyone can. That's right, yeah, yeah. we're right after you drop it. That's right. And I'll say, hey, what is your idea it can't be one of the original 37 just nope. give us a curveball give us a we'll new just one. get creative as hell and yep. i think we get some amazing responses because yep. we'll shout we'll, we'll let's uh let's make a plan if we get some good ones to to shout them out on the pod next time around too not just a retweet we're a value add podcast here we're we're here for the fans by the fans how's that sound that sounds awesome i love that idea for the fans by the fans here on the cult of cold podcast which is produced and edited by me Brian Stabby, my co-host and director of social media. That's Gumby. Keep an eye out for that Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. That's the Cult of Cult at the Cult of Cult. That's all one word. Uh, we're available on Untapped at B Stabby and at D Cumberland Jr. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify by searching Hogshaven, a Washington football team podcast. Though that is subject to change in the near future, I would say. We ask that if you like what you've heard, you do three simple things. You subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask one friend to check us out. It makes a huge impact on our ability to reach new listeners. We know that your listening time is valuable, and we appreciate you taking your time to spend it with us. Gumby, we got to do this a little more often. I'm looking forward to sort of what's next. We're going to stay high. We're going to keep our energy high here on The Cult of Cult.